Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. It can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. The less your business spends, the more margin you keep. But today, everything costs more. So smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one proven platform, helping you reduce IT costs, maintenance costs, and manual errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash earnings right now. NetSuite.com slash earnings. All right, so let's get to our guest, Selena Sia, Greater China Equity Research Head at Credit Suisse Wealth Management. Uh, Selena, I know you've been looking at geopolitical risks, so I want to start off with a question about that. China only fired missiles after Nancy Pelosi left. Uh, should we take that as a as a good thing? I mean, it seems to imply that China wants to avoid direct confrontation with the U.S. Um, should we look at it that way, or is it an overall negative? Uh, I would think, uh, morning, by the way, um, I would think we'd take it quite neutrally. Um, mm. Basically, when there's no direct conflict uh, between the states and China, uh, we think that the worst uh, could have been over uh, with the policy visit uh, to Taiwan. So uh, we are not too uh, nervous about the situation, um, and uh, we are taking it quite neutrally, uh, actually, um, at this point. Well, let's take a look at the economics, uh, economic fundamentals in China. We had that record trade surplus, but a number of headwinds as well. Do you put an asterisk next to that number? Um, I think that number actually had uh, gotten us by surprise on the positive end. So uh, we take it quite positively. Um, we would uh, look for um, more data uh, to come through in the next uh, one or two months before we turn uh, very bullish uh, about the situation. Um, but we are uh, actually quite positive about the situation. Um, and asterisk beside it, um, we'll look more into the data and we'll look more into our forecast uh, in terms of uh, revising uh, our uh, prediction. Uh, on the export number. You've got an interesting comment that you think that COVID lockdowns, the impact from it, are basically priced in. Defend that. Uh, We are actually seeing some uh, moderating or flexibility in terms of the lockdowns uh, these days. Uh, Firstly, uh, we're seeing uh, flights that's flying into various cities uh, in China. Of course, there's still suspension um, and uh, zero COVID is still going to be the major target uh, for the party or the government uh, in China. Having said that, we're seeing more flexibility as a whole. So um, especially um, when we're seeing that the CPI number can trend up, that means that uh, the consumer consumption uh, tolerance on price uh, rises uh, are going to be there. So um, we think that, um, firstly, uh, in terms of equity valuation, um, Hong Kong, uh, the the whole valuation is quite undemanding compared to especially the rest of the world. And uh, that said, um, I think, um, therefore, the market has taken uh, into account um, the COVID uh, lockdown as a whole uh, in mainland and uh, also in Hong Kong. Well, you mentioned uh, inflation in China. We will have the latest numbers for July out on Wednesday. What are you expecting there? Um, we're expecting a moderate uh, upturn 
um, in a CPI. So we are expecting uh, consumer or the uh, consumption uh, situation in China to be a little bit more positive compared to last month. We have a column called China Today on the terminal, uh, which is is usually quite interesting. Uh, and today it features a kind of dual trap, two traps for President Xi Jinping. One we've already talked about a little bit. Uh, it's the Thucydides trap, uh, that there will eventually be confrontation between the U.S. and China as the U.S. will probably be a falling power and China will rise above. That's somewhere down the road, and we've chatted about that just momentarily. What about the other trap, which he says is a debt trap? It's one reason why the PBOC just doesn't really have the the gumption to really stimulate here. Um, I think, uh, in fact, before the major Communist Party meeting, um, that should be coming up in the fourth quarter or the end of the third quarter this year. Before then, um, we do not expect uh, major actions um, in terms of stimulus or uh, otherwise, because um, that meeting would take a priority um, for the government. Um, and um, in terms of uh, measures, whether or not PBOC would be able or capable uh, to launch other stimulus, I think they are capable of launching uh, further stimulus. Uh, but in terms of priority, we do need to see that meeting so, um, come through first. Does that mean that you think there will be stimulus, but it'll have to be after the party uh, Congress? Uh, I think major actions would have to be taken uh, after uh, the meeting. But uh, before the meeting, there can be minor actions that, that can be taken by uh, the government. Uh, for example, we've seen the uh, removal of the uh, purchase tax for the autos. So um, the, the actions like that can actually happen before the meeting. But major actions would have to ha- happen after the meeting. Okay, so major actions. What are we talking about here? Um, major actions, including um, the lowering of the uh, rates, probably, um, our, our rates, our interest rates, and things like that. And what is the key, in your view, um, Selena, on, on getting at the, the major issues in the property sector? I mean, what is it that's really uh, causing the property market to, to sputter? I think, um, fundamentally, the real estate market in China is overdue for consolidation. Uh, it's, it's been way too fragmented um, in the sector. And therefore, um, uh, some kind of a consolidation is already overdue. And therefore, um, the government needs to manage the situation. And um, we, we do expect consolidation in that sector. And therefore, the stronger developers would become uh, stronger, uh, or the leading uh, developers would become stronger uh, over the long run. And uh, the smaller ones, the weaker ones, uh, would, de- would be eliminated. So um, as, as a whole, over the medium and long run, the whole sector should become more positive rather than negative. More generally, when you run your eye across uh, equities in China, are there any quality names that are looking oversold to you? Uh, there are sectors um, that's looking more interesting at this point. For example, um, consumer discretionary, like what we said, uh, CPI is likely going to trend up a little bit. Uh, that said, uh, consumers are more ready uh, to take up price rises uh, in order for the CPI to go up. And therefore, consumer discretionary may look interesting. And consumer uh, staples uh, sector would also look interesting um, when the uh, consumer consumption power uh, can become uh, slightly uh, stronger uh, than previously. Hmm. Interesting. 
Uh, Selena, thanks very much for joining us. I'm trying to, trying to get my head around that as uh, property prices fall and as that sector consolidates, as you say, whether or not uh, the reverse wealth effect is affecting people and their abilities to buy. But we'll save that for another day. Selena Sia, Greater China Equity Research Head at Credit Suisse Wealth Management. To address our new climate reality, the world needs radical solutions. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment, hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.